0: Hallelujah, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Halle Blessed are you, O Virgin Mary. Without dying, you won the martyr's crown beneath the cross of the Lord. Alleluia, Alleluia, Alleluia. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. John. Standing by the cross of Jesus were his mother and his mother's sister, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene. When Jesus saw his mother and the disciple whom he loved, he said to his mother, Woman, behold your son. He said to the disciple, Behold your mother. And from that hour, the disciple took her into his home. My dear friends, the good news, the gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. May the words of the Holy Gospel blot out our sins. Joyful, joyful. I know it sounds odd on the, the Our Lady of Sorrows, but it's through the cross, it's through our sufferings, it's through uh, our trials that we make it to heaven. So, you know, after Good Friday is... Easter Sunday. So after Good Friday comes Easter Sunday, and there is no Easter Sunday without a Good Friday. So we are, um, we can even say joyful, joyful on a day of Our Lady of Sorrows. This is a devotion, of course, is rooted directly in the Bible. As we just read from the Gospel of John, the idea of Mary at the foot of the cross and the sufferings of Mary, it made its way into the Middle Ages where people had this devotion to the Sorrowful Mother. And then a couple of religious orders began to promote this this devotion, one being the Cistercians, the other being the Servites. And finally, it even made it onto the Roman calendar for the whole church. And then at some point, it was moved here today to the day after the triumph of the cross, or the day after Jesus, we celebrate Jesus going to the cross, we celebrate Uh, the Sorrowful Mother. It's also the devotion for this month. We've all been, hopefully you've been taking time this month to meditate on the the Sorrowful Mother and what she went through. And it it sort of fell away for a while, the Sorrowful Mother, but now it's come back from Our Lady of Cabejo from Africa. Our Lady came in the 80s and has been telling people again to take up this practice of one one day a week or one day a month to meditate on these sorrows, the sorrows of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And you might be wondering why. It kind of makes sense to meditate on the passion of Jesus, as we have in every Catholic church, a, a big uh, image of our Lord on the cross, and then the stations of the cross are uh, like our new ones are always on the walls. That makes sense. But why meditate on the Blessed Mother's passion or the sorrows of the Blessed Mother? Well, one, because she's our mother. So ever since the Council of Ephesus in 432, she was given the title Mater Dei or Theotokos, and she is the mother of God. She's the mother of God because Jesus is God, And she gave birth to Jesus, making her the mother of God. So she received that title in 432. And then as we see here in in John chapter 19, uh, Jesus is on the cross. It's very difficult to speak from the cross. Every word is precious from the cross. And he gives to us his mother. So Mary has this unique part in the history of salvation. She's the mother of God. And she's also our mother. And, you know, no one wants their mother to suffer. It's good for us as her children to remember what she did for us and how she united herself to Jesus' passion. So, no good son wants their mother to suffer. And we want to remember what Mary has done in her unique role in salvation history. Just like every person on earth had a physical mother to be born. You need a physical mother. In the spirit realm, you need a mother. And Mary has been given that task to be our mother. Number two, Mary is our teacher because she is the greatest disciple of Jesus ever. And Mary shows us what to do when suffering comes. Right? We're meditating on this this month. Like, what did Mary say to Jesus when she approached him as he was carrying the cross? How did Mary feel when she lost him, you know, when he was 13 and she couldn't find him? How did Mary feel when Herod was killing all those children in Bethlehem and as they were escaping and Mary became Mary and Joseph and Jesus became illegal immigrants in Egypt? How did, that, how did she suffer then? How did she feel then? What did Mary do? She's our teacher. And so by meditating on these mysteries in her life, we can learn how to deal with suffering and how to persevere through the suffering that we go through. And lastly, you know, when we see Mary and think about her suffering, we're thinking of, it reminds us of all the mothers in the world who suffer. There's so many suffering mothers in this world just thinking of the Ukraine or Nigeria right now and other places and even the United States there's so so when we think of Mary suffering, we can then intercede for all suffering mothers and all the different ways that mothers suffer in our world. So Mary is a way of bringing us, bringing all the suffering in the world into our mind so that we can intercede and we can bring those mothers to every Mass. Every Mass is a gathering of all the suffering people in the world and we bring them here in our minds and hearts so they too can receive the healing blessings of the Eucharist.